Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. This is Original Native Radio, and this is the Thursday Tantra Hour of Power. We're going in tonight, each and every Thursday night. It's Coach Kyrie, Master Yao, in the building. We opening it up tonight. It's going to be an amazing show. This is the preview show. Well, this is the continuation of the series. But it's also, we're combining it with the preview for what's going on in the ATL this weekend. You know what it is. It's awesome, baby! If you're not in the place to be, how can you add champagne to your campaign? How can you be in the Tantra after party if you're not at the Tantra event? You need to jump on 85, you need to jump on 20, you need to jump on 75, you need to jump on 90. You need to get on MasterYow.com and get your reservations. The early bird tickets, I think, are still there. You got to get up on it. And look, this weekend and next weekend, woo, be ready, Freddy, as they used to tell us on um, Sanford and Son, it's going down. I can't stay long on the intro tonight. You know that, of course, it's always sponsored by OriginalNativeRadio.com, excuse me, and Relaxation is the Key, as well as CoachKyer.com. We are doing some super, super deals right now with this Mercury Retrograde coming up. I'm giving everybody who's listening $20 off on your Mercury Retrograde consultation, whether you want to be with Astro Harmony in your relationships, because there's going to be some communications going down. And watch out for July the 17th. Some things going on in the air. Oh, man, in the skies or the heavens that is really, really serious. So please get your appointment, CoachKAppointments.com, and get there to be there. Um, what else? Whatever you want, the 30-minute consultation, the hour consultation, or if you want to get the full session. Also, I'm going to be doing EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, for some people who have the blockages who are kind of hesitant about getting on the table. You know, um, I'm going to be offering that as well down in Atlanta this weekend and next weekend, so definitely get at me. Let me know you heard about it here on the Hour of Tower Power from the Tantra Night, Thursday Tantra Night. It's just a tongue twister, you know. I'm looking for somebody to come up with a great tongue twister that I can just use as an intro every Thursday night, you know. So teamwork makes the dream work. Coach Kyrie is not doing it all by himself, you know. I got a lot of people in the background that come along and do help. Well, there's not a lot of people, but it's a, it's a few people doing a lot of work, and I really appreciate them and big ups to them. Now, what I got to say is let's get this party started right tonight. Y'all get y'all hands together. 
put it up. Because this is the other man of the hour, the real man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. He's going to be having, he's going to be making the men King Kong strong, and he's going to have the ladies down there with the tsunami orgasms in Atlanta this weekend. This is a dream come true. It's you got to go ahead and do baby. it. Put your hands together. Al Morris. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I want to say hello to everybody out there listening. And it's going to be a fantabulous, fantastical show tonight. Absolutely. I feel it in my bones, brother. I, I, the momentum has been, been cranking since, uh, since, since really, since New Jersey. So this is just really a continuation. So I'm really on board 100% and just just excited. I'm just excited. Um, I'm leaving out tomorrow morning. I'm going to be in Atlanta sometime. You know, the energy that you were talking about last week, about people looking cute but not utilizing that energy, you know, I think some of the, I think some people are getting the point. And it's just rolling over into into the uh, fruition of what we want. You know, some of our dreams coming true this weekend as well as the rest of the year. What do you uh, What do you think? I think that people are struggling with some stuff and celebrating some other stuff. And this weekend, we're going to be forgetting about all of this struggling and scarcity and all of that kind of thinking. And we're going to be thinking about popping bottles. We're going to be thinking about rolling out the red carpet living like we large, and taking Tantra into a practical state of enjoying our life, enjoying this weekend. So we're trying to tell everybody, just act like you got amnesia come Friday night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just act like you just got amnesia. Forget about the bill you got to pay when you get back, all this other kind of stuff, and come on out there and put on your party hat. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm just excited because I need this as much as the people do. You know what I mean? <laughs> as healers, man, people don't understand uh, how important it is for us to empty our hearts out, you know, for the masses to let people, you know, to let people benefit. You know, we didn't go. It may have looked like we started to get all this information just so we might be great lovers or great men or superheroes or something, but... Then I know in my career somewhere it turned and it was like, to whom much is given, much is required. Do do you ever feel like that? Absolutely. I believe what my grandfather used to say: if you work hard, play hard. And he worked. He got. He was up at seven, up five thirty in the morning, out in the fields working every day. He had a farm and some other businesses. When time come to play, he would say, "Pass the Jew week," which was the you know the homemade liquor. And he was like, you know, when he held his glass up, he wanted you to fill that joint up. Don't be pouring him no little third of a glass, a little trinkle up in that joint. He would tell him, you know, pour some up in there. You know, I worked hard, fill the glass up because I'm getting ready to drink. You know what I'm saying? So when I was a little kid, I checked it out. I was like, okay, all right, I can dig that. You want me to get out there and work my butt off for eight hours, ten hours, but then when time comes to lay back, we're going to lay back for real. So that's how we roll. Well, I'm ready to go ahead and, like I, you know, what I'm saying, like we said, let's let's go ahead and get this party started right. I know tonight you already got some sweet lineups uh, tuned in for us. I'm gonna try to see if the ladies can um, be easy on you. 
and uh, let you concentrate because last week when the when the chemo from upscale desires and all those succulent voices started hitting the airways, you know we um, you know that was a big it was a super bonus for us, you know, and I and I appreciated it, you know, kind of, and I'm glad it was near the end of the show so we could just go back and be like, all right, it's time to play hard. So, you know, this week we back, you know, what I'm saying we back to business. I, I I'm not mad at the ladies for coming on there with some sweet voices and talking stuff and distracting me. I need a little distraction every once in a while. We're gonna start off tonight though on a subject that I don't think uh, gets a lot of airtime, and it. It may sound like it's uh, it's not much to that. Uh, I'm going to talk about one of the 12 portals in the Tower of Tantra. So I'm going to review real quick, and then we're going to get into a subject that's going to tie into what we talked about last week, and that is the five organ systems and the chi. So we're going to talk mm. about chi. We're going to talk about the five organ systems and how this all ties together. Does this tie together with what we talked about? The five personality structures in the counterfeit personality. It's going to tie into the chi. It's going to tie the chi to the blood and how this blood chi thing works. And so this is one of the operational portals into the tower. <clears throat> so that we talked about the tower, we basically said that Tantra is about energy. That's what it's about. And so we don't learn this stuff to be knowledgeable. We learn about Tantra to become Tantra. So we learn about this to make a change, to be able to do something that impacts on our life, the life of our family, our loved ones, to be able to manifest things, to be able to use our energy to manifest more greatly, more abundantly. We use this energy to create happiness, pleasure, enlightenment, whatever. But we want to make this thing practical. We want to, We don't just want to talk about it. We want to end up with something that we can take away and use. So that's what we're going to do tonight. And I'm, I would say get your pen and pencil out because you might want to take a little notes on some of this stuff. You must be watching me over here because that's exactly – I have a – I have a dollar notebook that's 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 growing in value every by the time by the by eleven o'clock on Thursday nights it's already done picked up about five hundred dollars more value so that's what it says on the front Yah Morris Tower of Tantra you know I guess that may be the historian in me oh and tonight we got to get it in we're gonna start taking calls probably about nine fifteen because. Uh, the show's supposed to stop at 10, but we normally go to 11. But tonight, I've been invited over to uh, guest host another show, so i got to be out of here by 10, 10.05. So let's go ahead and bring the heat. And for you all who have questions and want to call in, let's go ahead and get it on. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. The Tower of Tantra is the core of your spirit body. I'm called the aura, auric field, the energetic body, the subtle body. And in the center of this body, in alignment with your spine, is what I call a tower or tree. Some call it the jed. Some call it the column. Some call it the central pillar. A lot of different names for it. And there are branches out from this thing that connect to your consciousness, your mind, your brain, to the blood, to the organs, to your uh, hormone systems, to the endocrine system. This tower has 12 portals that allow us to operate it, to change it, 
Five of them are what we call architectural portals that allow us to change its structure, its actual, the way it actually is, its, its being. And seven of these portals allow us to change its operation, how it functions, and our, how much control we can have over it. And, to, you know, most people today are not really doing very much to operate their tower or to change their tower. And it's like having, you know, a 30-year-old car. You never got a new car. You never took it to the shop. You never learned. You never broke out the manual and checked it out. You don't, you know, you're pretty much driving it the same way you always did, and it's time to upgrade. These five organs that I'm talking about are the heart, the spleen, the lung, the kidneys, and the liver. The first thing that I want to say is that these hearts correspond, these organs correspond to five elementals. And the system that I'm referring to now is best known as the Chinese five-phase system. It's also called the Yellow Emperor or the Yellow Star five-phase system. It has different names in different societies. There's a similar system in the Native American tradition, in the European tradition, in the African tradition, etc., etc. In the Vedic tradition, they have other names for it, but but the systems are very, very similar. So this five-phase system when we look at these five organs, the heart, the spleen, the lungs, the kidneys, and the liver, they all have a particular way that they are associated with the blood and with the teeth. Now, there, there, there are more than these five organs. There are other organs in the body, but we're mainly concerned with these five. Why? Because these are primarily yin organs. They are, they are having more to do with the yin energy of the chi. So your chi uh, is what makes kundalini. You have a yin chi and you have a yang chi. And when the yin chi and the yang chi combine in the proper proportions at the base of your spine, at the cauldron, it, it, it explodes and it rushes up that column and and it, and it is your consciousness, fires your life. It's, it's like um, the difference between the light in your electrical light bulb. That would be the same as the light, as the, as the energy in your nervous system or, or your muscle system would be a better uh, analogy that helps you to move your hands and run. That's the light in the light bulb. Then you take the electricity in the computer, that's more like the electricity or the energy that is kundalini. So this, these five organs are more concerned with the yin aspect in the blood and in the chi. So the heart propels the blood. The spleen nourishes and supplies the blood. The lungs oxygenate the blood and make the blood respond to the chi. The kidneys supply water to the blood, moisture, and regulate the water content of the blood, which also allows the blood to have red and white blood cells. The liver stores the blood so that if you have an excess of blood, it's stored in the liver. If you have 
If the body starts to become depleted of blood, the liver replenishes that supply to keep you at a what we try to say a constant storage or a constant volume of blood in the body. The liver also is one of the organs that detoxes the blood, although they all can by their action or inaction. Now, these things work with the stomach. They work with the other organs, you know. They work with the gallbladder. They work with um, all of these lesser organs. Uh, the, the, the bladder itself uh, works with the kidney, for instance. The gallbladder works with the liver. But these, these minor organs are the yang side of the organ. Yeah, yeah, real quick, can you go back over? I know you said the heart pumps the blood, kidney supplies water to the blood, lung stores the blood and detoxes. Can you go over the spleen and the lungs again? I mean the spleen and the lungs again? Okay. The heart propels the blood. It keeps the blood moving, which is critically important, obviously. The spleen nourishes and supplies the blood. And by this, the spleen is primarily concerned with putting enzymes into the blood that when they interact with food and things in other parts of the body, they cause catalytic reactions within the blood and also later within the cells and also within the stomach or the colon. So when we say nourish and supply the blood, it gives us the, the salt compounds, the minerals and whatever that allows the blood to do, you know, thousands of functions in the body. So the spleen is critically important. If the spleen cannot nourish the blood, the blood can't do its job or whatever. Of course, all of these organs are critical. But the main point that I'm trying to make today is that these organs are yin organs. They are all building up the blood to do something, whereas the other organs, the yang organs, expend something. They take something out of the blood and, and allow the body to use it. So let's imagine that we have a bank and... When you put money into the bank, that's yin. When you take money out of the bank, that's yang. So when you're putting something into the blood, that's yin. When you're taking something out of the blood, that's yang. Therefore, when you change this dynamic of these five organs, and they are, we consider it one total system. We don't look at it as five separate organs. In other words, from the perspective of the tower, we're looking at the net output, and it's this net output of blood and chi from these organs that allows the tower to operate a certain way. Basically, the more balanced this system is and produces a final total product that is matching in the DNA, the more the tower can do. So the, the final bottom line is, is the blood matching the DNA. Now, I listened in on Dr. Nardi's show. He talked about this phenomena of the fact that many people's structures or cells or tissues don't match the recipe in their DNA. And this is one of the main sources or roots of illness, which is partially true. So tonight what I'm talking about is that when these or, when this organ system gets out of alignment with the DNA, the Tantra energy in the tower is under par, subnormal, not what it should be. And also, it puts like a spin on this energy. 
So it can, when this system is out of balance, leaning toward one organ more than the other, or lacking in one of these five qualities, this is transferred, puts a crippling effect on the tower so that the tower tends to want to do something that we don't want it to do. In other words, if the heart does not have the sufficient yin chi, the blood is not circulated everywhere. So when we look at diabetes, we're looking at a situation where two things are happening, and other things as well, but two things especially. The heart is not able to propel the blood as it should in all parts of the body. And the spleen is not able to nourish the blood. So let's get it straight. The main reason why the heart cannot circulate the blood properly is because of the absence of the heart yin-based chi. It's not because the heart has a physical ailment. The physical ailment does not cause the mess up with the chi. It's the other way around. It is when the chi is lacking that the circulation is lacking. This is the critical, critical, critical point. Now, so all of these things have an energy, the oxygen, the water, the storage, and the detox. So if the liver does not have the proper yin chi, then what happens to the blood? We can't regulate the volume enough. It has there's too much in the system or not enough, and the detoxification of it is lacking. Therefore, when the detoxification of the blood is lacking, we are getting the energy signature of parasites, bacteria, metals such as lead or mercury, etc., etc., etc. We're getting their energy signature in our tower, and then the tower is functioning based on foreign or alien energy signatures, and we are not able to issue the vibration, issue the energy, do tantra the way that we want to. So basically, you have a person who understands the techniques. They may be in relatively good health, but if this five, if these five organs are not operating as a unit, if they're not in sync, then we cannot have the effect in our reproductive system that we desire. We are saying we want to do tantra to awaken ourselves into enlightenment. But what happens is, depending on which organ is dominant and which one is deficient, that governs how that tantra energy is going to manifest. I'll so, yeah, it's almost, so, yeah, like you're saying is, we got the car... We got the tires, the pressure in the tires, and we got uh and we got the GPS set for where we want to go. You know, we got our seatbelt and our bags are packed, but we don't have any gas in the car, no oil in the engine. Pretty much. And three spark plugs much. missing. Pretty much. Now, let's take this a step further. So we're talking about the heart has to do with the fire elemental. The spleen has to do with the earth. The lungs metal. The kidneys water. The liver wood. So let's go one step further. These, this combination also engenders emotional energy in the tower. So let's just give you an example. We talked about the heart. When the heart energy is lacking in the yin power, 
of chi, the fire elemental, we tend to have a tendency to attract and to act out issues of infidelity and betrayal. So I'm going to say this one more time. I'm simplifying it a little bit, but basically, if the heart is not contributing enough yin energy to the blood and to the chi, the fire elemental brings about in that person a tendency to attract and to to attract infidelity and betrayal and to perpetuate infidelity and betrayal. Mm. If we go to the earth, the spleen, which is in harmony with the earth elemental, then we and that's under producing the yin aspect, we have the tendency to attract abuse and to precipitate or act to behave abusively. Take it a step further. Lungs, metal. When that organ is not producing the proper amount of yin, chi, and not dealing with the blood the way it should, the power tends to attract oppression and to be oppressive. With the kidneys, Water, when it's under, you tend to produce or be susceptible to fear excessively and to generate or try to cause fear. So in in this person, one of two dynamics is going to be present. When their tower is trying to generate this tantra energy, this enlightenment energy, what is holding us up? When the kidneys are not putting their part into the equation, the person is susceptible to fears, especially sexual fears of inadequacy, these types of things, or performance or pregnancy or whatever. And therefore, depending on which of the five counterfeit personalities the person is dealing with, this fear will manifest or tend to manifest, and we've got to fight it. And so this person is pampered in their projection and becoming tantra in that they have an obstacle now. They've got to overcome fear. If, if the lungs are functioning under par and the system doesn't have the proper lung yin chi, this person tends to want to oppress and regulate others or to attract to him or her oppression. This oppression then becomes an obstacle, preventing them from expressing their tantra energy to the fullest extent. And this has a damage. The liver. You let the liver. Oh, we got to do the liver. Okay. This, 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 it has the effect of causing the tantra energy that that person is projecting to manifest that trait. Now, for the, for the liver is one of the worst ones. So when the liver is underproducing, Bottom line net effect is that the tower tends to be hampered by issues of rejection or acceptance. And so this person tends to reject people without proper cause and tends to be attracting to himself or herself scenarios of rejection. And they believe, based on their counterfeit personality, that this is normal 
so that when you go to them and you say to them, why are you rejecting everything and, and whatever, they believe that they have to or they should So that you say to yourself, you, you have to deal with the five counterfeit personality structures. That's how it actually manifests. But basically now, you're in a situation where you say, this man is trying to oppress other people because he's in a position where he can. The way to deal with this is to change the energy of that organ first. Then you deal you begin to deal with how it manifests through its counterfeit personality structure. I'm gonna repeat this one more time using a different organ. So you have the kidneys underperforming. It hampers the tower. And basically what you're dealing with is that person is more susceptible to fear than what is normal. And so that person has sexual fears and he acts on them. He's afraid to move or, or he's trying to engender fear. He does things to cause other people to fear. Depending on his counterfeit personality structure, the way that you deal with it is not to tell the person, don't be afraid, to tell the child, don't be afraid. The first thing that you do is you deal with the energy the lack of the energy in the blood and in the chi, after that, you deal with the counter-personality structure. And what you'll find is that the person then has the ability to overcome it if they will face it and try. When you take it the other way, where you find a person who has sexual fear and you don't do the energy work on them, it's much, much harder for them to overcome these fears. See, a, a, a man may have a fear that okay, the last two times I got into a relationship, I got my heart busted up, broken up, because of I don't make enough money. And so this is an irrational fear if he changes his job and gets more money. But he still retains that fear. So you don't go to the man and say, look, stupid, you're making twice as much money as you were two years ago. Stop being afraid. Get out there and have a relationship. And he's going to look at you like, you're trying to hurt me. What you do, you work with the kidneys, you work with this cheese, you bring it more into balance, and then you deal with this counterfeit personality structure, or he deals with it, and he will find that there's a greater ability for him to conquer his fear and get back out there and live a normal relationship life. This dynamic of energy first, and dealing with the tower is paramount to achieving success in improving or having therapy to the relationship dynamics. Without it, what we see is a continuous cycle where the person keeps attracting to himself the same relationship dynamics and repeating it over and over again, expecting a different result, He's having more and more issues trying to overcome his counterfeit personality structure, even though he may recognize that he's got this problem. Somehow or another, he just does not have the energy or the will or the, the right manifestation uh, scenario to overcome it. 
So over and over and over again, this person attracts to him the same type of relationship scenario. Different woman looks different. Four months later, it ends the same way. And so we're like, why does this keep happening to me? Why does this keep happening to me? Why does this keep happening to me? And the reason it keeps happening to you is because your energy is still screwed up. And so until you address the energy part of it, until you get out there and say, okay, well, all right, let's, let's do something about this energy, the foundation of it. Let's do something about this power. Until you do that, a person has a heck of a time trying to deal with that. Now, some of these relationship cycles, I'm just going to go over some of them, that appear to be social in origin or energy-based. For instance, some men and some women are constantly getting into a cycle of incompatibility. The person that they are attracted to seems to be compatible, but time and time and time again they find after a few months what appeared to be compatible is not. Why? Because it's based on one of these four things that we talked about. It's based on rejection, infidelity, betrayal, abuse, oppression, fear. So the person just keeps going into the same cycle. Another potential cycle that we're talking about is what we call disconnection. A person is just disconnected from the opposite sex. They just don't pick up the signals. They just don't understand what's really happening. They don't speak the same language as the opposite sex. And what? They keep having the same thing, whatever, 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 repeating over and over again. Another negative relationship cycle is personality issues, which are rooted in false belief systems. And so you would think that this person would understand that these uh, belief systems are false. But they have the belief system, and they cling to the belief system as a coping mechanism to deal with rejection, infidelity and betrayal, abuse, oppression, and fear. And until you change that energy, they will hold on to the false belief system because they believe that that's protecting them from the result of their emotion. I'm going to stop there for a second and give people a chance to catch up with me because now I'm going to move right out of this and connect this to what we were talking about last week. So I'm just going to stop for a second. If people have questions or if you have a question, and uh, we'll come back to it. Oh, man. We, I feel like I'm in the front of the. Um, I feel like I'm in the front of the roller coaster right here. The calling number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine, three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Please press one if you have any comments, questions, or feedback on what we've um, went over so far. I mean, like, man, my thing is, I'm gonna answer the. I'm gonna ask the biggest question they all want to know. Is this in the Awakening the Master Feminine? Can we find this information in that book too? About half of it is, but it's okay. not uh, laid out this way. No, I would say that uh, a lot of this is in the book, The Natural Blueprint for Relationships. But the book that really goes over this in great detail is the first one, Amamra. Amamra deals with this in great, you know, in, you know, in infinite detail. 
and get Do you have one of those on the shelf that I can get this weekend in Atlanta? Or you got an old one I can get? I don't have that one. I still got to uh, print some up. I'm still, they're still out of stock because so, the book is old and you know, it was out of print for so long that the printer Man, we got to get this. A couple of times and stuff. We got to get that thing on PDF. We got to get it on PDF and get the e-book as soon as possible. I, in fact, I've been looking at a, a brother's helping me with this to put it on uh, Amazon um, Office Central and let Amazon do it with their, uh, their print-on-demand thing. So we're looking into that so that people can just, it will always be available. So this, this whole piece of therapy is a new modality. In other words, this is how you understand how to use table work, projection work, to heal. In other words, this is one of the key languages that we're using. We're, we start out with what is wrong with the person, and then we go work backwards through this system to what's wrong with the tower. By correcting the tower, we automatically begin to erase the foundation of the problem. And then it's simply a matter of, the person working on their issue, and they find that they have the energy to overcome it. So when you're on doing table work, you're doing work in the bedroom, you're, you're focusing on the genital reflex map of your partner, be they male or female, however that works out. So to understand what you do on the table, to understand what you do in the bedroom, to bring about a change in this person, you want to know what is their character personality structure, what is the situation in their organ system, and how is this impacting on their tower. You correct the tower first, looking at the whole chi balance. You bring the chi back in balance by causing that organ to generate enough yin chi and then that provides the key to allow you to change that person or for that person to change themselves. Hmm. So um, now I want to... Now, go we ahead, yeah. About, we talked about the counterfeit personality structure, okay? And a lot of times people are in denial of it. And a lot of times it's very difficult to deal with it, whether it's you dealing with your own or you trying to deal with somebody else's. And then you, we talked about table work and projection in another program. This is what ties the two of them together. In other words, you understand that when you go on the table, you are trying to do something that helps these organs come back into balance. And that by going on the table, what you're doing is removing the block in that organ. That's part of what we're doing. That's other things. I'm just talking about one aspect now. So part of what you're doing on the table with the table work, or you can do this in the bedroom through intimacy, is you're projecting energy in such a way that it brings that organ back into balance. And now, again, this is temporary. It only lasts two or three weeks. But it gives that person a window so that you brought the energy to them. They, the blocks are removed temporarily. And this is, provides them a window to go in there and say, okay, my chi, my heart chi is better, is, is in a better state of balance. I feel better. I feel like I'm opened up. Then they have to you say, well, what is my counter personality structure? Which one is it? And let's work on that now because now I'm going to find that it's easier to fix. So 
and it corresponds. Next week we're going to talk about the physical correspondences to this. For instance, if the heart yin is lacking and the blood is not circulated properly, this is one of the elements in diabetes. So why does the foot get? Why does the person get its foot amputated in, when they have severe diabetes? It's because not because the heart is not strong enough to pump the blood there. It's because the chi is not strong enough to 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 uh, allow the heart to 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 have the energy and the the scope of dealing with the entire body. The yin chi is so depleted that the heart just cannot deal with the whole system, and it's not a physical thing; it's an energy thing. So now. If you say high blood pressure, well, high blood pressure is a combination of things, and, and these are not necessarily the root causes of it, but they're part of how it manifests. So high blood pressure, we would look first at the liver. Is it storing the chi, the blood and the chi? If the liver is not, if it can't, then there's too much blood in the system, or we can't regulate the blood enough. And so the blood pressure rockets up and down. So rather than trying to deal with the plaque on the blood, blood vessels, which is part of it, inflammation, which is a big part of it, and so inflammation causes the blood vessels to swell up internally and externally, and the surrounding tissues swell and press the blood vessels. That's plaque. This all contributes to what they call high blood pressure, hypertension, whatever you want to call it. But the cause underneath that, part of the cause underneath that, is this situation where the liver is not maintaining the storage or the volume of the blood properly and accurately, and the kidneys also are not maintaining the right water volume in such a way that it goes up and down. The other part of this, what happens when the water and the kidney again is low, you, you can't sleep too well. What happens when the liver and the uh, 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 wood energy is low, is you can't work. You don't have the endurance. And you can go blah, 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 blah. When the spleen is too low, the appetite are off. They're distorted. So this thing has implications in a lot of different ways. So I'm going to stop again and, uh, and allow for people to take, take a breath and for you to ask questions. Man, y'all better get in on some of this, 347-205-9089. If you're already in the queue, uh, please press 1 if you have a question or if you need to go back over anything like that. And don't just say, oh, this is interesting. This is not, this, we're not trying to do a show for entertainment. This is like a mini workshop, you know, break out the notebook, take notes, hit the downloads, and then actively use this. Ask yourself, are you angry? Do you feel like um, ab- like you have abandonment issues? Are you abusive, or do you attract abusive relationships? Things like that. What are you, do you have these fears? Like this man is giving like these combinations out that are extraordinary. And the first thing it brings to my mind is how we started the event in New Jersey, which really brought me onto the team a thousand percent. And I want I, I would love to stand in for those brothers if they're not going to be there and starting the 
event in Atlanta with some Qigongs. Like, as the brother was leading in his particular style, just so many things were just popping in my mind. I was just like, yes, I got that. I got that. I got that. And, like, even now, the five healing sounds for the major organs, the destructive cycle, um, I, I got, like, 15 different exercises over here just running through my mind of qigongs that I want to demonstrate at the beginning of that particular workshop to set the pace because I sincerely saw from my eyes, not just I felt, I knew for a fact, but the people who had no idea what qigongs were, just their openness and willingness to participate and follow the instructions of the person leading the qigongs was totally amazing. And for you all, I'm not talking advanced talk. Let me break it down. Qigong means breath work. There's a system of body movements with rhythmic breathing, lifting the arm and inhaling, dropping the arm and exhaling. That's a Qigong. You can do that just sitting wherever you're at right now, picking up the leg and inhaling, putting the leg down, exhaling. That's a Qigong, squatting down, inhaling, and standing back up, exhaling. It's all about coordination because you have to practice before you get in an intimate setting because you're not going to remember that if you haven't been practicing that when you're in, a, in, a, in, in deep intimacy and you're penetrating her or you're being penetrated by him. You're not going to be thinking about trying to get your breath in a rhythmic. You're going to be sitting there panting, creating extra adrenaline when you really want to be producing serotonin. I don't know if I'm getting too heavy on them, on that one right there yet, y'all, but that's well, just... That, that's just where I'm coming from. Let me uh, take one of these callers. Uh, 347-205-9089 is the call-in number. Call us from the 804-306. Your microphone is wide open. Thank you for joining Original Native Radio in the Tower of Tantra with Master Yao tonight. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, Shofar from San Diego. So far or Shofar? Shofar. How you doing tonight, Brick Brother? I'm doing good, Brick. How you, how you doing, man? Man, I'm blessed by the best and too sexy to be stressed. Word, I hear you. Standing up to the test, man. I got you, man. I appreciate the show, man. I, I'm enjoying it, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What kind of comments or questions or feedback you got for us so far? Okay, well, I got for you, Master Yao. I appreciate everything you're doing there, man. Um, just because uh, I have a couple of new people that I told to call in today and stuff, and um, I know that I've already got some text back from, like, you know, it's interesting, but I don't know what he's talking about or this or that. And I'm like, well, just hang in there, you know, keep keep listening. But I want to just talk about, I wanted to see if you could touch on just uh, the, just in just in a general way, like peace and love. Because you talked about, like, uh, you know, grief and, you know, how each one of the different five uh, yin organs, when they're out of balance or what he have these different uh, energy signatures uh, that, that, bring, that takes them out of balance. Um, if you could talk about just resonating the level of peace and love and what effect that will have on your, you know, on your ability to to manifest in your life on all aspects, the things that you want to show up. Okay. Excellent question. Um, let's, 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 let's answer it this way. Um, when we say peace, you know, a lot of people have different uh, aspects of what we're talking about there. But all of these organs are providing a yin function to the chi. In other words, 
they're allowing the body to get more get more of what it needs, and then the yang vessels have more to give. When you are at peace and you relax, it encourages you to store up, to be able to, to have again. When you can't relax, when you don't have peace, then these five organs do just the opposite. So um, when you have the situation with the liver that's out of balance, that person tends to have this this uh, drive to want to dominate, to want to win. In other words, in a way that's not fair. In other words, I've got to win or I'm, I'm lost. So the peace allows that to gradually dissipate. If you've got the fire type, you've got the, what are called the heart imbalance, you have that person has a tendency to want to overconsume, and they may want to overconsume sex. They may have, if they're oral personality, they may want to uh, be always in a relationship and not be out of a relationship for the purpose of being there to consume emotionally. If it's earth, if it's the spleen, if it's that energy, then they want to interfere with stuff. And that because they're not at peace, because they can't relax and replenish and get that yin energy, the absence of yin in the, in, from the earth perspective, they tend to want to interfere. They, they won't come at you directly. They won't confront you, you know, face up, face to face. They're behind your back. They are trying to undermine you. And they want to interfere, okay, uh, mm-hmm. with the metal and the lungs. The issue is control. They feel like they've got to control something that's outside of themselves to an exaggerated extent. And that's how it manifests. And the, when you vibrate peace and they're able to restore the end, their, their desire or this, their compulsion to control begins to fade. With the water, it's to criticize. And so you'll find that they... Uh, constantly looking for something to criticize. And and you see this a lot. You see this one a lot today in people where their kidneys are having an issue uh, because of our lifestyle, having to do with drinking the beverages that we drink and the things that we consume and the lack of proper water. There is a, 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 almost an epidemic of depleted kidney yang so that people today are like, super predisposed to criticize. You see it in every aspect of our society. And once you vibrate peace in the bedroom, on the table, or just by the way you carry yourself around the house and they're able to relax more and be at peace, this need, this drive, this compulsion to criticize is temporarily relieved. But once again, simply issuing a vibration of peace or love only generates a temporary respite. It does not bring about a permanent, lasting solution. To do that, they have to change the operation of their tower in a permanent or sustained way. And then they have to take the next step, work on the counterfeit personality structure, which we talked about last week. So all of these things are connected. All of these portals are connected you, you know, when you start one, 
you got to keep it going. And this is, you know, each class focuses on these different portals. So in one class, you're dealing more with, you know, um, the counterfeit personality and, you know, the the um, um, the dynamics of that. And in another level, you're dealing with the organ systems and the chi and the energy itself. And and so we deal with that. In another, we're dealing more with uh, the biology, the diet, and whatever. Or we're dealing with um, the the archetypes of male and female energy and how that plays into this. So all of these things are connected. And as we get further down into the series, we're going to show you the connecting links that connect all of these 12 portals together and how this all works. Of course, also, a big part of being able to bring about peace and love, that vibration in these five organs, a, a really big component of that is to be able to move from the left brain hemisphere to the right brain hemisphere at will. So as I said last week, we are meant to be in our left brain part of the time and in our right brain part of the time. In our society today, people are predisposed to remain in the left brain most of the time because we're working on our cell phones, on our computers, we're driving cars, we're at work in a highly analytical environment so that we are spending excessive amounts of time in a left-brain cognitive uh, state, which slows down your energy, which puts the brakes on your energy, and your tower is not able to function properly. And you become stressed, your nervous system becomes overworked, your endocrine system becomes depleted, and that makes you easy targets for parasites, viruses, diseases, and emotional imbalances. So um, I believe I have tried to answer your question. Um, if I have, you know, let me know. If not, give me a secondary question so that I can try to get deeper into it. No, that 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 was perfect, Matthew. I'll, um, definitely, that, that right there is uh, exactly what I was looking at uh, when you hit on the relaxation part or whatever, but also with it being just more or less a temporary thing because more or less life as we live it, especially in this Western society, is still going to bring up our need at this point, you know, or it's going to empower the counterfeit uh, personality in so many different ways, you know. So it has to be a deeper introspection to actually get to a place where we stop feeding into that. And like you say, at will, okay, if I need to be dominant right now because I'm in this board meeting, you know, you can turn that on. But then you can learn to turn that back off again too and, and be able to relax into your, into yourself or whatever and, and everything. So, um, no, that definitely hit the spot for what I was looking for. Thank you. I, and just, to, just to go a step further than that, you, you know, that last thing that you said is so, so key. Um, I, I know a lot more about women than I, than I you know, than I used to. And, and perhaps, you know, uh, women uh, who are tantra or masters or whatever, can talk about the men's side of it, and, and I think it's probably pretty much the same. But I know that a lot of women work hard and are very stressed because they stay in their left brain. And therefore, when they get home, they have a difficult time moving out of that left brain into the right brain. They have a, diff a difficult time with the yin side of the chi of these organs. So 
we have a lot of situations where, as I said before, because of the kidney, the kidney yin is low, there's a problem with fear, and there's the need to criticize. So there are a lot of fears that are held, and there's this innate thing that I have got to criticize stuff. And this results because they can't get out of their left brain. They're constantly thinking about stuff, constantly whatever. So the male's job in this case is to try to put them into a right brain frame of mind and to, and to have that be the logos of where their consciousness and their energy is. And in that case, they can temporarily then relax, unstress, unwind, untangle, and allow that kidney to kind of regroup and then that helps them with every all of this other stuff. And then, you know, a lot of times it's just hard for a man or a woman to change because it's like the, the proverb, you know, you forgot to drain the swamp, and then all of a sudden, man, you're, you're up to your neck and alligators. So, and that's how we're living. We're living in an in a, in a, in a alligator-infested swamp. We're living in a minefield, and we're spending most of our energy just trying to dodge the mind and stay afloat, and we're not necessarily looking at how we can permanently change this scenario. But this is an excellent thing for a man or a woman in a relationship to know, to understand what is my mate's counterfeit personality structure. We talked about that last week. They should always be able to say, you know, what is their energy? In other words, what do they have working for them? What is their archetype of female energy? This is what the man would be saying. What is the archetype of female energy? We talked about the moon, Cedar Hawk, etc. And that's what's working on her behalf. Then he's like, what is the counterfeit personality structure? And he knows then that, okay, this is what's working against her. This is what's causing the problem. And then he also knows or begins to learn what is the disposition of her organ system and her chi, her yin chi. So then if he can go in there and change some of that, then he's providing her with a, a temporary solution so that she, she can get control from a more long-term perspective and bring about a long-term solution. And then he'll say part of what has to happen for most women, not all, but part of what has to happen is I've got to bring about a right brain environment. So today what, we, what do we see for women and for men? For women we're seeing that there is an, uh, a, a, an attraction to all types of things that force the woman into a right brain perspective, such as music, bondage, dominatrix scenarios, um, drama, where I, the, the way that I get into my right brain is by creating a problem, a drama, so that there's criticizing and anger and fear, and you throw this out there, and then you get into this heightened state that then they get some form of release through the resolution of it at the end. They have sex and, and they can enjoy that because they're, they're forced into their right brain. It's almost like, you know, if you, if you blindfold the person and, and tie them up, it forces them into a right brain way where they have to stop thinking. And there was a time when these things were not so popular. They are more popular today because these five organ systems, the five ways that the organ system gets out of balance, are much more prevalent than they were 30 years ago. 
So we'll see with men, we see them doing all kinds of stuff that we're just, we didn't see 30 years ago. And we say, how does a woman combat this? And so we talked about she can combat it through the personality structure. We talked about that she can combat it through diet, et cetera, et cetera. And now this five-organ system is showing her a deeper way, a more, getting more to the root of it, of combating his, his stuff. So you're seeing men do a lot more things that they weren't doing before, pornography, okay? And part of it, mm-hmm. people say, well, it's more, it's more available. But that's not why people are doing it. It's more available because there's more of a demand for it. We look at masturbation. There's more, it's happening more because there's more of a demand for it. Why? Because of these imbalances, these energy imbalances where our blood does not match our DNA. So, you know, we, we, these things translate into things that you can do to bring about solutions. And we see that uh, a lot of men are relating to yin type of activities to put them into a, to force them into a right brain environment where they don't want to be masculine or assertive. They want to be uh, told what to do or just uh, react to what somebody else is doing. They want to sort of sit back and take a more feminine type of a posture because they're under such stress, they're stuck in their left brain all the time, and these organ systems are out of balance, and they can't get out of their left brain. And by doing these things, it forces them into a right brain perspective so that they can relax, so to speak, get some energy, and have some degree of satisfaction making love. And when the woman is confronted with these things, you know, she can act out, she can rail and yell and scream or try to talk. But these, these things are very slow to get results. You, you want to look at the counterfeit personality structure, how it manifested. We talked about that. And if you want to go a level below that, you would look at the five organ systems. You would look at the five organ systems and say, my man is dealing with this issue. He's got a lot of anger. You would look at two things. You would look at the liver and we would look at the lungs. And probably one or both, in most cases it's both, of these organs are not developing enough yin chi. So you have a man who is angry all the time, looking for somebody to blame, and you have a man that is controlling, looking for stuff that he can try, looking for ways that he can use religion to control her or to control the situation. Money that he can control or control the situation. Uh, education, to control her, control the situation. And trying to fight this fire with fire doesn't necessarily get you anywhere. You can fight it by doing energy work on the table, doing energy work in the bedroom, and this dynamic tells you what to do with the energy work. In other words, it provides you a target that you go in and say, I'm trying to deal with this man's liver. Now, last week we talked about, you know, some of the projection work deals with the prostate, you know, and, and we're talking about sexual performance, and we get more into those when we get into the class. This dynamic is talking about how to mitigate conflict so that the man can get into his right brain, out of his left brain, 
can balance himself, and he can then become, uh, his chi is balanced, and he can get out there and do what he needs to do. Um, I'm going to stop for a second, uh, and give you a chance to go to the next. That's what's up. That's how you come in here and spark it off, chauffeur. That's what I'm talking about. You know, he came in with the heavyweight. Appreciate it, big brother, for calling in all the way in from the left coast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, my Absolutely. Job. Anybody else want to? We picked up some more callers since then. I'm going to do a quick review before I, uh, the, the, the lines are still open, 347-205-9089. Me and Master Yao, some family, are going to be at the Four Seasons downtown Atlanta this weekend on, what's that, 14th Street, right in between the two peach trees. Super, super nice place, valet parking, all of that. Is You know what I'm saying? The wine bottles are going to be popping. The meal is is included. I mean, y'all's rolling out the red carpets, and he's really doing it big this weekend, and I'm going to be doing it really big this weekend too because, damn it, it's time we start really doing it big. When you start dealing in this, listen, I got to go into my historian side for a second, y'all. You know I jump up on the soapbox every now and then. Absolutely. Historically, who used to withhold Tantra from the masses? People who subsequently had a lot of fortune and success. So wouldn't it make sense that this is something that, hey, I might want to put some energy to? As a matter of fact, let me get dedicated to it. Do you know that dedication pays off in whatever you choose to do? If you want to pick boogers and cut toenails, and be dedicated, you can you, you you can be famous, you can be satisfied, you can be whatever you need. But Tantra gives you more than that. It gives you the growth. Why are we on the earth in the first place? I say this all the time. Juju Mama says it all the time. Sonata, everybody knows it. All the masters know it. We're here to grow. And you got to step outside of your comfort zone and do the work. you got to step outside of that comfort zone and say, I'm ready to do the work. And... I think that what y'all just gave us as far as he answered one of my philosophies. Whoever's, whoever's the bigger person first wins. So if you're in a relationship and you see somebody's angry or they got some fears or something or they're, or they're not being honest, go go open up a book and say, how do I nourish their heart? Get, their, get these clues. These things that are frustrating to you are also signals. It's a person signaling you that they need help and they don't know how to communicate. Men don't know how to communicate, ladies. We do the best we can, but we are nowhere near the mastery level that you all possess. So when you notice these things and you get frustrated and you try to abandon the situation, it's going to come right back up in the next, very next relationship that you even attempt to think about entertaining. And then all of a sudden, these mismatches that y'all was talking about keep occurring, and you don't. If you nourish him, he's gonna be able to know. He's like, girl, how'd you know to nourish my liver? And you got all my five. He, and, and then you say, boy, I had to get your five organs back together. And then he said, well, show me about, show me, because men don't like to be dumb. Now we may not communicate well, but we don't like to be second and dumb. We are competitive like that, and it's not about I, I, I gotta be smarter than you all the time. It's just healthy. Healthy competition. You have healthy competition in in the NBA, the NFL, um, on the Olympic track team. Uh, Muhammad Ali had healthy competition with the men he was sparring with. 
and they were compensated, and they were taken care of, but they learned. You see a lot of people that Leon Spinks used to spar with Ali. Some of the things he learned, he came back and beat Ali with later. You pick up some of these mastery-type things. So, brothers, please, please, please go pick up that Yellow Emperor's Guide to Chinese Medicine. Pick it up. Is it a thick book? Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah. So that's me on my soapbox. Duplicate what wins. I have a show on Wednesday night I'm doing now called Illuminati Money. How do you think like the Illuminati? Do you think that Tantra is something that the Illuminati knows nothing about? I'm not even going to answer that. I shouldn't even have to even say anything. If you want to start and, and, and get out of, like y'all said, please get amnesia with this whole victim complex. That's my question before I go to the line, y'all. When you see a person who's always caught up in, I'm a victim. Somebody did something to me. Oh, my God, the white man. Da, 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 da. Which one of those five organs should, do I need to go in there and nourish? Spleen. The spleen nourishes the blood and the cheek. And when the person feels depleted there in the tower, they're constantly the victim. Ah, because that's what comes in with the abuse. I mean, abusing somebody, I feel exactly. like I'm being abused. Exactly. They're attracted that to them by not having that energy. And you said that the spleen produces the enzymes. Is that correct? The spleen is critical. The spleen and the pancreas produce many of the prostaglandin enzymes and, and, and neurochemicals that end up making the hormones and the amino acids which allow us to moderate our our uh, our emotions. Oh so my god. If you if you're sitting there and you, you your spleen and your your pancreas is not doing its job, then you're gonna have a, a, a really whacked out amino acid profile which translates into you can't produce the hormones, you can't produce the neurochemicals that allow your emotions to be stable. I mean, when we, uh, when you were there, when we, the first thing that we did was we put eight men up on the stage. We had them sitting in chairs, and we had women come and kneel in front of them and women standing behind them, giving them energy and, and healing them. So men started having reactions based on which of their organs was deficient. And, of course, in most cases you'll find more than one and, and that's too complicated a discussion to talk about what happens when multiple organs are not functioning right. But you can see kind of which one is the dominant one not functioning. So some men want have the tendency to want to cry because of a feeling of, of what you know, sadness, oppression or whatever you want to say. Some tend to be angry and they go back and they look at how they've been mistreated. You see what I'm saying? Uh some are feeling sad because they have been abusive and they lost as a consequence of that. Some have this feeling of being rejected and, you know, what goes with that and that's fear. So all, all of the men up there had reactions. And even though some masked it better than others, most of them you could see that they were going through something. Why? Because the women giving them that energy work temporarily remove that obstruction, and they immediately begin then to experience it in a positive way. And so we saw the same thing when we turned the tables and the women were sitting in the chairs and the men were kneeling in front of them, healing them. And so we saw that as soon as the men started to administer the energy and, and, and serious brother and myself were, you know, holding the space and, and generating some energy, and, and I can say that 
There were four or five other brothers there, Kair being one of them, were also helping us to generate that energy. So the women were taking that energy and using it. I mean, the men were taking that energy and using it on the women. And you saw women, some of them became aroused, and others, you know, started to just feel like they were out of sorts, like they weren't themselves. And what this is is that the organ system now is being brought into balance temporarily. And they're able now, for the first time in months probably, to feel that their emotions in a way that they need to. And so immediately then, whatever was wrong before begins to purge and begins to express itself. And so we, we saw this, and you can see the dynamic happen immediately. And we're going to be doing this in Atlanta. You know, we're going to be doing the same exact dynamic to the extent that they will let me, you know. So, I mean, um, you saw it. Tyler. Man, it's coming, there. man. And, and, I'm, and I'm sitting here, like I said, I was thinking about 15 different Qigongs, but I'm going to come in and stand up for my brother, for my teacher, Senyata Saraswati, and I'm going to bring some heat. You, now, one thing, I, one thing we haven't talked about was how hot it was in that room. You remember how hot it was in that room, y'all? Yes. <laughs> and the people are like, what? Because, I mean, it was a little warm when we came in there. Yeah, we was upstairs, heat rising and everything. But what I really noticed about, because I've been in places where you could, we start doing this type of energy work, and you start noticing that the that the temperature is raising, what really made me, what that, what that does is it helps you sweat out the impurities. It helps you sweat out the impurities. And it was the women hugging the men, staying there for three, four, five minutes, moving to the next man, wiping her face off, and it looked like she just came out of the gym. For all you ladies who just like going to the gym and sweating, and say, ah, yeah, I'm sweating. Can you stand there and hug a man for three minutes, then go and hug another man and release and just feel that? I could I, I could feel women's wombs just 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 shaking. I could, I could feel women just holding their head back, just letting their throat chakra open up. Especially the women who are who are current. To me, if you're working all these chakras and you're doing all this studying, and you don't go link it up with some real, some serious young energy after we have filled them up with chi, it's almost like you're wasting your time. It's almost like you're wasting your time. So I'm, I, I keep putting the invitation out, especially for brothers come out. If you've never done a qigong in your life, I'm gonna have you be a master in less than six minutes. Period. We're gonna make you. You're gonna feel the energy. Don't worry about that. If you got, if you open your eyes and follow me, and move real slow, and you breathing, then the energy is. I'm, I'm gonna bring it up, and you're gonna say, "Whoa, I've done it many times before. This is not the first time. This will not be the last time." Ladies, come plug in. Come and be healed. Don't worry about the orgasm. Come and be healed. Plug into this fire, and then so we can create some more yin chi in your body. You want to detox? Come and get some of this chi detox. Whoo! Thanks everybody in the chat in the chat room who's um, listening in. Leslie T. Ned Maare, Nubian poet is in the building. The guest conscious thought. I see you over there listening in, and I do have another hand raised. Please look. We're not gonna be on the night past ten tonight. Ten ten oh five is over. So you better raise your hand tonight and get your questions in, uh, 347-205-9089. Definitely got to do a shout-out for the chat, I mean the the, the the call line, 202-612. I'm calling out area codes, 404-804, I see you, 
two six sevens, nine seven threes, two five twos, two one five, seven oh fours, eight uh three oh one, five one threes, eight five six, three one four, eight oh fours. Big, big, big up yourself, big up yourself, put your hands together. It's awesome, baby! This is a dream come true. <sighs> All right. Time for me to get to another caller real quick before we move on. Caller from the 716-935. Your microphone is wide open. Thank you for joining Original Native Radio in the Tower of Tantra tonight. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Mm, nah, you can't get my name, man. If you can't Don't remember, you worry my... about it. I know who that is right there. Peace. This is one of the this is one of the finest astrologers in the building tonight, Marku Amun. I gotta go ahead and give it up for him. What's going on, guys? Telling him I'm just sitting back in. Uh, I'm actually, you know, it's wild that uh, listen to this show tonight. You know, the tantra thing is really. Um, intriguing to me in connection to the raising of the consciousness and uh, the vibration. Uh, I don't know, I've been lately looking at the blood and the DNA, and they call it junk DNA, and I haven't really done too extensive research, but it makes me feel like that junk DNA is stuff that we carry with us that uh, can be activated, you know, via tuning or dosing or whatever, Um I mean, some these are some of the things that, I, that I'm thinking about. You know, even as a cosmophysician, I'm always learning how to work with the energies, and uh, I don't see nothing wrong with raising your vibration in this way. I'm just listening and learning while the moon's in Taurus. <laughs> how do you relate? Because Yao, he's always a master student as well. How can you relate us having this show while the moon is in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus, which is sensuality, Aphrodite, heteru, you know, how do you relate this and how do you look at it as an, you know, as an astrologer slash cosmophysician? And what planet, well, oh, that's my second question for you, what planet do you associate with what you heard so far, Tantra and or healing? Uh, I relate it directly to Pluto because he's speaking, he spoke about women coming home from work and them having a hard time getting into their right hemisphere. I think this is one of the major problems in people being diseased by the transition from work to the home, and they're going with these certain patterns or conditionings, and they get into a rut of the left hemisphere, and they you know, find it hard to get out of it. I think that Tantra is another form of meditation that can activate by, again, tuning or dosing, so to speak, is what I've recently learned. It might be I might have the terminology wrong, but um, definitely needed, especially with the energy of the planetary alignment, um, the consciousness movement, um, the knowledge itself has a lot to do with knowing yourself and parts of yourself that you didn't know about. You know, which is using your sexuality. What when Saturn goes into Scorpio, you know, brings Pluto again. What this conversation has to do with, uh, you know, being serious, Saturn, about your sexuality. Growing up, the evolution of a people, are we're going to mature significantly worldwide regarding our sexual beliefs. And Tantra is one of those things that is going to, it's going to be a necessity if you're not using it now. You know, there are people who are going to be using it anywho with Neptune and Pisces for 14 years. So um, I can go on and on by the minute, but that's my piece. 
Hold on, hold on. I got one more for you because I was telling y'all about this earlier today. Uh, y'all watch this. This weekend we're going to have all this tantric energy with the moon in Gemini. Wouldn't you love to be there with all this energy in the room with that moon coming in Gemini and it's going to be sweeping over Jupiter and Venus? What do you think about that? As far as well, oppor- uh, uh, being an opportunist, what would you say to a woman who was considering coming this weekend and the moon is going to be in Gemini and she's ready to make a she's ready to make a transformation or she's make she's ready to make a leap what would you say well i'd say that this is one of the rare times to uh make that decision if you're second guessing yourself uh, you should go for a number of reasons because for one at the time this weekend if everybody hasn't been listening or tuning in uh similar to the sun conjuncting venus in gemini while venus was retro the sun pretty soon here is going to be conjuncting Mercury while Mercury is going retro. And it's in the sign of Leo, which has to do with the mind and consciousness and the awareness and the ever-expanding. If you haven't been tuning in and listening, there's been many solar flares on the sun, which uh, increases the vibratory frequencies in individuals. So this conference at the time, um, when Mercury goes in retro, how ironic is it that the moon will be in Gemini? So to me, it speaks to individuals. It's like, uh, you know, uh, if the planets were gods that are speaking the language of the gods, then it's speaking, uh, uh, be aware, come into awakening, enlighten yourself, you know, so that you can have the the orgasm mentally. Because when you orgasm mentally, as I understand it, you expand your consciousness. So being that we're in the time and field of these things, you can expand your consciousness and people can eat the fruit off your tree, you know, your conscious tree, you know, so that you can, um, this consciousness movement can be a, a, a healing motion or movement or rhythm to fight all of these diseases and blockages that have been created over the years of the past. This is a dream come true. <laughs> It's all about consciousness, man. All about consciousness and awareness, being aware of who you are. Y'all, uh, do you realize now, y'all, why I told you uh, I think I'm cheating, hanging out with these kind of people? I'm hanging out with you. I'm hanging out with Dr. Nardi, and I'm hanging out with Marku. Absolutely. <laughs> Marku, I appreciate it, Lord. I'm going to put you back on mute. Stay on the line, though. I got to get I gotta get to my next call, all right? Yep. Thanks for tuning in, Lord. Peace. Caller, uh, this is Hold Up Steve. Your microphone is wide open. Thanks for joining uh, Original Native Radio in the Tower of Tantra. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Good evening. Um, my name's Jay, and I'm calling from the UK. How you doing tonight, Jay? Appreciate you for calling in tonight from all the way across the water. <laughs> Indeed, I'm doing... Tell them you came over here to this side of the pond, and we gave you a big shout-out and a big, you know what I'm saying? We told them, we, as soon as we heard that you were in the building, we said, It's awesome, baby! <laughs> this is a dream come true. <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. <laughs> no, it's um, it's really good to be on the line um, with yourself, and thanks for taking my call. And how are you doing this evening? Oh, man, Thank I'm so awesome. Much. Awesome right now. Good. I mean, um... Yeah, I mean, I was listening to your show. It's, um, as you said, I think Tantra is really interesting, especially compared to what, like, uh, 
a lot of people think it um, normally refers to, a lot of people think Tantra is just about, you know, sex and they don't really understand the proper concepts of it, but you've gone through a lot tonight. And even so, like, um, it's just really interesting how there's so much things we need to be utilizing, especially when the energy is available to us. And I don't think a lot of us really understand it enough to take advantage of the energy that's available. I would totally concur. That, I keep telling everybody that need to be an unashamed opportunist. Indeed. And I think um, that's a big part of the problem. I mean, like, when you start breaking things down so people can understand it, and I think a lot of the time uh, a lot of us tend to, I guess it's one of those things a lot of us tend to, we listen, we hear, then we don't act. So we listen, go, yeah, that sounds really good, that sounds really good. We go, yeah, that sounds really good, but then we don't do anything about it. We just, we've got the knowledge, we've got, we've got the, some information, but we haven't practiced it, so we still don't, aren't any further in actually being able to take advantage of anything because we don't know how to do it, if that makes sense. It sure makes a lot of sense to me. Kyrie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes sense to you? Oh, come on, man. I mean, I don't have any unintelligent uh, listeners on my family. This is my original native family, you know, and that's why I'm always hitting the applause button because they prove it every week, you know what I'm saying, when they call in with the intelligence. Nobody uh, nobody calls in on this show with anything ludicrous, man, and it's the energy that we generate that attracts people like Jay all the way from, you know, it's it's got to be 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. It's five hours ahead, so it's two o'clock in the morning and this guy got drawn into our energy so that makes plenty of sense to me you know and we're looking for the forward thinkers they're going to be some people who are not going to get it you know but we're doing our due diligence to make sure it's available for those who desire it and who require it just like marco said it's getting ready to be almost a requirement that you tune in to zoom in to tantra you know so i'm 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 fully feeling jay tonight you know what i'm saying i'm fully Everybody. So can I ask Jay a question? Oh man, please, please. Jay, where is the state of Tantra in Great Britain? Could you <laughs> just tell me just tell me where you know, compared to other parts of the world, where what are, are people interested in it? What is the state of it there? Are, are people practicing it? Is it popular? I think it's misunderstood and I think it's really behind. Compared to like um some of the uh speak of obviously what I've heard you guys talk about and compared to like obviously Middle East I think it's very very far behind the culture in Great Britain's very driven a lot differently it's not really um how can I put it it's spiritually minded it's more um enjoyment and pleasure if that makes sense um I think there's some people interested but still sort of it's still sort of getting the momentum going it's not really fully developed if that sort of makes sense well um you know, I've, I've been to, you know, to several cities there from time to time. Okay. And there's a, a large immigrant population there, especially in the larger cities. Mm-hmm. Have they had some influence on making this subject more or less popular? Hard to say. Um, that's a good question. It's a very good question. I think yes and no. I think all the sort of... um people from sort of different places over the world have definitely had an influence into what actually goes on and different teachings are sort of slowly getting understood. The problem is, is that the minority of the amount of people, so small minorities want to pick it up and sort of learn things and sort of listen, but the vast majority aren't really interested, I don't think, because they're so busy and wrapped up in their little bubbles, 
of their lives and you know they're so busy it's sort of like everything's a rush you know i've got to get to work i've got to get here i've got to get there i've got to do this i've got to do that and um to actually slow down and actually take something in seems to be more of a burden for people than actually um something that they would actually learn from but i think the influence it has had some influence yes to push it forward but still i find i from my perspective anyway still very slowly but i don't think it's that it's their fault i think it's just that the way the society's driven Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey man. Whew. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to send you some in your PayPal, man. I need you on here, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night. <laughs> Please spread well, the word. Are we Facebook friends? How'd you hear about the show? You, um, I don't know if you remember, Coach. You gave me a reading ages ago. It must have been a few months back now. Um, oh, man, man, man. <laughs> Pick up yourself. Pick up yourself. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. This is a dream come true. Well, you know, if I can, Kyrie, the world is becoming more of a global place, and that's the reason I asked the question. Uh, you know, 200 years ago, perhaps this would have been a lot more difficult to do, but mm-hmm. because we're so global now, I'm always looking to see how is the rest of the world responding to this, and are we behind them or ahead of them? Who is leading who? Uh, and when these immigrant populations, and when I say immigrant, I mean, you know, if somebody from the United States moves to Great Britain, they're an immigrant, okay? Mm-hmm. If somebody from Russia moves there, somebody from Africa moves there, they're an immigrant population, so to speak. And as these people are moving around more and more and more and more, you know, they tend to take different aspects of not necessarily their culture, but a type of a cultural dynamic to wherever they're going. And it's all being mixed fast. So I'm just trying to get a gauge on how fast some of these things, are, the tantra-driven topics, are spreading around the world. In the same way that a disease spreads, you know, through mm-hmm. contact, I think that tantra is being spread through contact. So he's, he's talking to us now from across the pond, as you say, and, you know, I'm learning. I learn from people in different parts of the world, in different modalities. So I, I think if, if it hasn't really begun to take off in uh, Britain, I wouldn't be surprised that in the next five years that it does. Definitely. I, I think that um, what you said there about, I think definitely, I think um, the UK, Great Britain's being led in that sense if, um, in regards to Tantra and a lot of uh, conscious thinking. I think um, most of the time, most of the information is coming across from you guys over to us. It's a very slow uptake, but it's sort of slowly moving in slow sort of and um, small sort of groups. Um, most of the information I got actually hooked up on was over on your side, not really on my side. There isn't really much going on or, as I said, really small groups. You'd have to sort of know someone to find out about it. So, um, yeah, definitely um, behind, I think. So you're going to fly into you... Atlanta this weekend, Jay? Say, say again, sorry? You're going to fly into Atlanta this weekend, have us roll I... off the red carpet for you and party with us? I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Come on, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it was as simple as that, I'd be there. Definitely, I would be there. There. There's no doubt in my mind, I'd be there. It's it's um the way I found it is that you know there's so much information over there, and um when I come on some of the sort of chat room and stuff, and I like see people, and they're very sort of reserved, which is fine because I guess you guys are sort of used to it 
But um, when I sort of see it, I'm trying to get in there and get questions in because I know for us, like being awake at this time in the morning is harder. Um, so I want to get as much in as I can to try and learn as much as I can and like, you know, learn from other people and hear other people's comments. So um, as soon as I see anything, I just want to try and get in there. And I wish I could get over there because I would. Believe me, I would. Jay, what's the, um, what, so you saying maybe like, because I might start doing like a rebroadcast because I could take these shows and download them. What would be an ideal time for you that you'd like to um, to hear this type of show broadcast over in the UK? You know what I'm saying? That's a good time for you to catch it. What time, um, <coughs> sorry, <clears throat> what time do you normally broadcast over in the States, your time? Oh, we're always doing 8, 8 o'clock is normally the earliest. About that time is fine, about that time is fine. It's just I think a lot of people around this time, I'm one of the, probably one of the few, but a lot of people around this time, they're asleep in bed, because it's, what is it, 25 to 3 now in here in the morning? So it's a bit early. But um, around about eight nine, but I guess that would be around about gosh, around about what three o'clock your time? So that's quite, that's a quite right. early. Right, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I could, I could come on and rebroadcast the show. So go ahead and start looking for that because we've got four open days. We've got a uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So so Sundays, I think y'all, I might start just re- uh, taking some of these shows and rebroadcasting them over, so we can uh, start opening up and getting the audience ready for me and y'all to come over there with some hot flyers. And we want to see if y'all got some hot sisters over there. Because in, the in the U.S., we got some hot sisters over here who are ready for Tantra. So I, I to... can answer that for you already. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> you got, they got a whole community in, in London. They got a whole, you know, just like we've got little China over here, they got little Africa over there and little America over there. And so, absolutely, they got some hot sisters, and 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 some of the natives over there are pretty hot too. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. And the other thing, man, why can't we do two live shows in a day? Because you know you've got India, you've got Africa, you've got uh, uh, France. Uh, I mean, just in Germany, France, and Great Britain, as an audience equal to what we have here in America, probably. True. 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 Very true. Well, just like you know, I'm I, I I respond to those who are you know what I'm saying who are on board with us. So you know what I'm saying Jay's on board. He's a he's a he's a valid official official tissue member of Team Success. So you know I gotta go ahead and give it up for him and do it like that. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. Jay, let me get to the next caller, man. I appreciate you for calling in, man. Just hang on the line, all right? Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, and by the way, how did uh how's everything working out with uh with the consultation you got astrologically a couple months ago? Brilliant. I mean I've been doing a lot of the things you said, still working through it, but um it's a big insight, put it that way, it's a big insight. I won't take up too much of your time, so I know you've got another caller, but a really, really, really massive insight and it's been going really well. Thank you, big brother. I'll talk to you soon. Take care, Kai. Thank you. All right. Peace. Peace. You're doing it, y'all. You're doing it, big man. You're doing it. Let me get to the next caller. Call it from the nine seven three 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 two five seven. Oh, I can't get your whole number. Three nine seven three 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 two. Your mic is open. You're on the air. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is a uh, serious brother calling from New Jersey. Hey, awesome, baby. It's awesome, baby. Hey, you got to get an earthquake sound effect for him. <laughs> I, I mean, I know, but serious brother, he likes stuff like this. <laughs> it's one of my Asiatic brothers, so I know 
I got something for him. Don't worry about it. But you know, I I will go find. I gotta find an atomic bomb for him. I can't even, you know, you know this little old, you know, some of this little old stuff. I can't even. I can't even bring out for him. You know, this little stuff now like you this. Bring you can use a mouse quake for me, bro. That'll be a mouse quake. Um, a mouse quake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, will you get him, please, y'all? Will you get don't, don't get me started on him. I'm gonna let him talk for a little bit. Then I got something for him later. Okay, good, 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 good. You have the floor, you serious brother. And, and come on with it, please, man. We ain't come on now. Me and y'all, we want to hear something tonight. All right, I called up with a question uh, for you and Matthew. In reference to the uh, planet. Do the planets associate with the chakras in the body? And if you're moving the energy in the body, you want to move it in an optimum fashion for the day that you're doing a particular um, practice, be it uh, for Tantra, um, it, um, does that work together? And so, how so? <laughs> you, we, me and Kyrie are both laughing. <laughs> Because you're thinking the same thing. You want to hit? Look, I'm gonna hear the first card, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna alley it to you. Absolutely, because serious brother already knows it. He, he's getting a, he's always trying to get ahead of the game. See, <laughs> I'm trying to do my little program, no, try to keep it a I little bit, and he's jumping ahead of us into the advanced work. Absolutely, you have this situation where. When you understand the elemental forces are always changing the, 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 the playing field. And so, yes, while the things that I'm talking about are static, the tower I'm talking about is static. In other words, we're, we're talking about an individual changing their tower and whatever. But at the same time, you want to get the optimal effect. You want to align with what's happening uh, uh, with the elemental realm. So when you talk about the planets and how they're moving, that's telling you which forces are dominant, and then if you align with that, it's way more powerful than, than whatever. But I'm going to throw that to you. Can you give me an example? Can you give me an example? For instance. Can you take a planet if, and say a chakra and give me an example on how that would be utilized, please? Let's look at two things. Let's look at the, the root chakra. Let's look at the moon energy, the, the moon energy for the woman. Let's look at the warrior energy for the man. Um, all of that together. So with, let's take two things. The planetary aspect of the moon uh, in terms of its, you know, where it is, but also the physical tide cycle and full moon cycle. So as you're moving up to the full moon, you're working against yin so that it's harder to, to bring in the yin. So what you want to do is you want to already have your yin in place. And then when the moon becomes full, then you've got more to give out. You've got more yin to give out as you approach the full moon. At the same time, when the moon is in certain houses or in certain cycles or in conjunction with certain planets, because the moon is considered a planet, so to speak, it, 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 it will cause certain of the chakras or certain of these organs to be, um, uh, shall we say, emphasized. For instance, anything having to do with the earth and the spleen, the moon is going to help that for the most part, okay? And if you look at something like the heart, what it's going to do is it's going to slow that energy down, the yin side of it, so that the action of the moon generally is going to cause the heart, the, the, uh, the heart 
the blood and, and that part of the yin force of the heart to be to be pulled down. In other words, not to be as 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 as, as, as um, aggressive, which means that you're going to be challenged physically if your heart energy is weak when the moon goes into certain planets. So, but I'm going to kick that to Kai because that's his level of expertise there. That's his area. So I don't want to step on his toes. No oh, man, you ain't tapping on my toes. You out here, you out, you, you out here flossing it up, buddy. Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. You getting it in? It's awesome, baby. What I'm gonna do is give the example. I mean, I'm gonna. I, I have to totally 1,000% agree with uh, what y'all just said. And I was looking for Marku to be on, and he would have went crazy. He's gonna be crazy upset that his phone either dropped or he didn't call back in. But. Um, I'm just gonna go into this weekend. Remember what we were just talking about? The moon. Yeah, that's what I want. The moon is gonna be in Gemini while we're there. The moon governs the lungs, but the um, and the and I'm sorry. Let me go down. The moon governs the breast. The moon because it's cancer, but it's gonna be in Gemini. So now you got a breast energy combined with a lung energy because Gemini is the lungs and what you're speaking about, and creative ideals, and channeling. Anytime, Sister Myra, all the big psychics, all the big psychics have the moon in Gemini. It means to channel. It means to channel. So I'm going to be there with my notebook open and full attention, full attention to see what these ladies have to tell me, what the message is going to come down this weekend. I mean, though, like... This is almost like me thinking about going to an old tent revival, like back in the day when I used to be super Christian. And I still love Jesus now. I don't want nobody to get it twisted. But I'm just not as fanatical. But this weekend right here can be, there's a potential for a really come to church invoking some heavy messages that will enlighten some people, ease some loads. And really I'm foreseeing y'all leading us to the actual people seeing what Tantra is really for. When your woman goes out, I, I tell my clients this all the time, Sirius. You women, you rule the unknown. You rule the mystical center. You rule the creativity. You rule the magic yes, and sir. the emotions. We the logical ones. We the fire keepers. We rule the daytime. Y'all rule the night. We, get, we have a glass ceiling that we can go out to. Our job is to stand there as fire protectors, Guard the guard the frontier and let you go out there and do your magic deep in the woods or deep out in the cosmos and come back and wake up and say, Phew, I got something to tell you. And if a man is not listening to that message that she just went out there and got, he is crazy. He's crazy. I don't care if a lady tell me to bend over and touch my toes six times at 3.42 in the morning because that's what she heard. You'll see me getting up at 3 o'clock getting ready to do that. This is the type of potential and the lungs, the detoxification of the lungs and people being able to open up their throat chakras. Your voices need to be heard. You're going to be in an environment where you're going to be free. You're going to be protected and be able to, you know, elaborate. So I'm just, because I'm a moon guy. I, I really look at the moon. You can go as far down the, lap, the rabbit hole as you desire, you know, but as the moon moves through, move, moves through these particular signs, it is also going to be, on uh, what do you have in your own planetary chart. So for me, whenever the moon touches 15 degrees in a chart, if you have anything in your chart, no matter whether it's from Pluto all the way to Mercury, that's at 15 degrees, it's going to ignite that. 
So knowing your chart intimately or getting a qualified person to read it like my man Mark or anybody, bless you, at the Academy of Cosmophysics, if you have anybody who can come in and let you know, here's your 30-day map, here's your 60-day map, here's when Mercury's going to be moving over this point, then you are a smart opportunist. If you don't know, then how are you going to gain from it? Because these opportunities don't come every day. And you don't want to keep saying, I'll catch it next month. Who says that? I'll just get it next month. What? You don't know that that you're going to be in that same uh, position because when you push that one domino, you never know what it's going to trigger. You never know what it's going to trigger. That's why we always encourage and practicing all the time. So, yes, you are you you are you own it, serious brother. Thank you. Let me get back down on my soapbox. I had to close my eyes for a second so I could zone out. <laughs> Whoo! Can I, 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 I ask I, one I more question? To, yeah. Uh, I tried my best to answer your question. How did I do? You did excellent. Excellent. Uh, I have another he, question. So he's got a mic on. Okay. He's, he's going to really try to take it uh, out out now. Watch, watch him. <laughs> All right, I, I have a question. In, in terms of the uh, genitalia and the uh, moon cycles, is there a particular energy that's picked up for the male penis versus the uh, the uh, female vagina? During these particular cycles, for example, we have the new moon coming up. Is there energy covering the penis versus the vagina on that particular day? Both of them. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in front of you. Yeah, I'm gonna let you come back. I'm, I'm gonna go to Ali on this one for you, but you know, the genitalia period is ruled by Scorpio. So I know if if I want to, you know, get a good genitalia massage in, male or female, I'm gonna look up and see. When the moon is in Scorpio, and I'm a rock, I'm I'm gonna be present. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be right there. <gasps> Ooh, no! And look, I'm looking on my map right now. I'm th- uh, thank you, serious brother, for that alley oop because I'm looking to see <laughs> when, uh, when will the moon be moving into um uh, uh moving into Scorpio this month, and that's gonna be nice and awesome right there. I appreciate that. So. Well, what, yeah. what would that type of love making coordinate with what type of positions that you might use to govern certain energies for that particular day? See there, y'all. You're right, y'all. You're right. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> you know, it, you, then you're getting into the, the, the real, you're talking about genital reflexology. Because, okay, we have the genital map. The, the genitals, the woman's vagina corresponds to every part of her body. And so that's a map, like an iridology map, if you will. And so this map has 12 stations on it. And not only do these 12 stations correspond to 12 zones within the physical body, they also correspond to the 12 houses of the zodiac. So now, and I'll just be honest, I'm not very versed into how that translates because I know, I can tell you, you know, which one, but I don't always know. I'm not an expert on astrology, so I can't always tell you what that means. Um, but yes, absolutely, you could you could take this chart of the you know if you do a chart of the male penis, looking at the penis, looking at the tip in front, uh, and and so the man's right hand is to your left, and if you're looking at the penis that way, then and you imagine the penis being flat and circular, then you would have a, a clock with 12 stations on it. And so if you divide that map up, then you can also correlate that map to the zodiac. Now, it doesn't say 
it doesn't stay stationary. It rotates based on what, you know, what the planets are doing at that time. Exactly how that rotation occurs, I'm not an expert in that. I know that it exists and I could find it out and figure it out, but that's something that maybe Kyrie could throw you at. But you're absolutely right. So that, that would be a particular moon cycle that would be a, a perfect cycle for the man's crown or limb, the top of it, to be energized if it's not online, or the woman's G-spot to come down. Or, for instance, if you're working on the liver, then that would be a time that you would be more successful at it than others. Kyrie, you want to add the alley back to you. Hey, what I was, I'm, I'm going to tell you what just got channeled down to me was when you, st- the, and tonight's topic is perfect about the five organs because the penis and the vagina have these five organ reflexology points. And I'm going to just give out, you know, first off, I was like, wow, that's the type of woman I want. I want a woman who knows, boom, the moon is in Leo or the moon is in, um, the moon is in Scorpio. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give him a lingam massage and take care of all of his genitalia. But now the night the moon is in Leo, which rules the heart, so I'm going to make sure that's the tip of the penis. And so for me, if I want to give my woman a special treat, and I know I'm dealing with the, um, I'm dealing with the kidneys, which, <clears throat> which is like uh, hips and around that area, which is going to be Libra, I'm going to make sure I give her some. She's going to be going more crazy off of some middle, middle, um, not the deep thrust. That deep thrust, you're going to the heart zone. Those shallow thrusts, you're going to the kidney zone. That middle thrust, you're going to be right there um, on those kidneys. So I want to be timing my stroke maybe by that particular energy. And then when we add the qigongs in there, can everybody say, oh, my Lord. Because oh now she's, Lord. Saying, well, she's saying, well, wait a minute. He's not even hitting the bottom of this thing, and I'm getting ready to lose it. Or he's just going shallow, Why, you know, and then you can start to explore and bring the, um, really it's almost like coming back in and not even having had that old friction sex anymore. It's not even, man, when you come in and start adding these particular um, entities and, and, and diversity, diverse ways of healing your partner and being creative like this, you're just opening up so many more things. And, like, the infidelity goes out the window because this particular technique is what you call raising the bar, raising the bar. My woman knows how to give me a lingam massage at a certain part of my penis when the moon is correlating, and the next day we're making all kind of benefits and big checks are coming in and, and money's coming in and all this, and everybody's happy around the house. Why am, I looking, why am I looking anywhere else? Let me ask you a question. When the uh, energy is stimulated, do you get a, like, a uh, menthol type of feeling, almost like a heat with like a menthol type of feeling uh, running through the genitals and uh, up up to the body. I, I haven't met that. I haven't met that woman yet, the menthol woman. I haven't met her yet either. I'm looking I, for I, her. I She's on the line. Call, Please press uh, one, or she can call <laughs> me after the show. Serious. Uh, <laughs> if you know some menthol women, uh, can you cook a brother up? Can you send brother, me down to Atlanta this weekend? No, 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 brother. You got to get your own. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking for some menthol women. God darn it. See, oh, no, no, okay. A lot of this stuff, like, one of the reasons I don't know about the whole astrology thing is it's hard to find women that you can do this type, this level of research on where they're going to start studying that and bringing these, 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 their skills, the reflexology skills, the astrology skills, and merging them with my tantra skills 
so that we can, you know, we, we I, you know, hey, I'm getting carried away now just thinking about it. This is a so dream come true. I got a new terminology, and I'm a menthol woman. See, I didn't even know what I was looking for. I'm looking for a menthol yeah, woman. Yeah, well, there's a heat that runs through. I know that I experience that runs through uh, my body. That It feels like a, almost like a menthol. And if I'm actually uh, working with the woman, she takes on that same energy to where I can actually feel it with them. You know, I can actually articulate and probably tell her that that's going on inside of her body. But if you put it together, you can actually feel like a steam come up in between both people, you know. And um, another thing is is that uh, when you're working the penis and the vagina, and you're actually entering in the section where the root, where the root energy is, like in that area, shallow, you can actually coordinate that with uh, a hand motion. So if you take the root and coordinated uh, with the crown chakra, it's almost like you're folding up a chair. If you stimulate the crown and the root at the same time, you can find out that there'll be some serious things going on in the body. And um, if you can get that penis up in the sacral area behind the navel and you go into the third eye section of a woman, you can find that there's going to be certain things that may go on after you bring it from the shallow stroke and the crown down into the third eye and the sacral. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. That's what you get when you study, ladies and gentlemen. Good brother. And it'll end up in the heart eventually because you can focus the energy from the from the penis into the solar plexus. Okay, so so tell us now, you I gotta get some clarification here. Where did you get I this folding chair? Your mic is a little scratchy. Your mic is a little scratchy. Your, yeah, I don't want where to did you get this folding chair? <laughs> Where did you get this folding chair dynamic from? And, and is this a proper position? That's a <laughs> run, run that folding chair by me again. We only got you a couple left chair. out before 10, so he's going to have to give us the short version. Go, uh, go ahead and give us the short version of that folding chair. We want to hear it. Oh, I didn't hear what he said. He said phone and chair? No, folding chair. You know what he's talking about. Oh, the folding chair. Oh, um, I read some book called um, Amamra. <laughs> and prior and after and prior to reading that, I used to have some images in my head, and I used to draw them out on a piece of paper. Um, that these uh, chakras coordinated some kind of way. But when I read through a marmor, I actually saw actually there's an image that uh, a guy named uh, Yao Morris uh, he has on his uh, page with a woman with her arms extended, and it shows different uh, zones. But in a marmor, it shows you how to actually match up. The zone starting, you can actually come from the heart outward. Or sometimes what I like to do is come from the out in, bringing the energy into the core, into the heart. And you can find that some um, interesting things uh, may happen. Some very interesting things may happen. And a, and a woman's well um, can definitely flow in a different kind of way. A saliva can become sweet to where you can actually put your tongue in the mouth and taste the sweetness that comes off. You actually smell the sweetness coming out of the pores. And I know, well, like, for me, it has a relaxing type of, um, almost like a melatonin type of effect on my body. Well, listening to that, I, I'm going to have to really quickly just uh, say, if there's any menthol women out there that know how to fold the chair... <laughs> Uh, I want them to come 
You can call them holes. I want them to come to the Four Seasons Hotel Saturday at 3 o'clock. And I'm also going to say that we're going to be doing the class in Atlanta starting on August 11th, then also on August 25th and 26th. So the class has three, it's three, it lasts three weeks, and it's going, it's three sessions to the class, and of course it, it actually goes past the three weeks. Uh, the, the class is 275 if you register now, 325 later, and uh, it's going to be held in the Atlanta metro area. We're going to be doing the meet and greet this Saturday. Uh, the book that all of this is based on is called Awakening the Master Feminine at www.masteryow.com. And so, serious brother, I'm hoping that we can get at least a couple of menthol women in the meet and greet this Saturday and in the class so I can learn something. I mean, you know, it's like that. I'm going to tell you back to you, Kyle. You got to look for the Hall of Call Drop section, yeah. Oh, I got that. <laughs> That's a tip I needed right there. Yo, thanks a lot, Serious Brother, for calling in tonight and giving, and giving me that insight. Boy, I needed that tonight. Wow. Eddie Kyrie is on the way to, I'm going to stop by the menthol section myself just so I can have that in my mouth so the universe will know. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to pick up a handful of peppermints and menthols before we get to Atlanta. And uh, I have some ready for you when you get to the door. If I pop some in your in your, in your your coat pocket and you feel in there and see some menthols, you just go ahead and just drop that. That's going to be the technique. We're going to let the universe know that's what we're looking for. Whew. Boy, tonight has been one humdinger. Wouldn't you say, y'all? Absolutely. Absolutely. I learned uh, the whole head head technique and the menthol woman. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, this one is this one is gonna be crazy. I wanna give a big shout out. Um I saw some fine women maybe in for the menthol section that hang out at Frank's East Entertainment Restaurant and Lounge on Peachtree Road just now on Facebook and I just liked his page so I wanna give him a shout and we might have to meet over there but First of all, I do have to do, um, we got to let everybody know, I'm trying to find that, let me find the Facebook, I mean, find the page for y'all's event. Here it is, atlgrandtrine.eventbrite.com, atlgrandtrine.eventbrite.com. Dot com. I'm dropping it in the chat room night, uh, right now. Uh, for those of you who download the show and be listening for tomorrow, make sure that you have that um, website address and you can come over and go ahead and just get ready to just fall in. Meet and greet with Master Yao. Coach Kyrie is going to be in the building. It's going to be a lot of fun. Marvin's going to be in the building. A lot of ladies coming down from South Carolina. Atlanta's going to be real deep. We look forward to everyone coming out rubbing shoulders at the uh, Four Seasons. The Four Seasons is going to be downtown. It's going to be off the chain. Um, I think you will be getting, don't they get a confirmation email when they sign up, y'all? They already have gotten one. We're going to send out more if anyone else signs up. And uh, what they should do is when they show up and when they should tell the valet parking, just say Grand Trine Atlanta. Those are the cold words. And when they get inside the lobby, go to the concierge desk, and they'll be handled like uh, dignitaries from that point on. We're on the 50th floor. We're on the 50th floor? We're going to be looking out of the terrace uh, 
on the cityscape, sipping wine, and talking tantra. Oh, my God. Ladies, ladies, Kai is breaking out the linen. Match me. I want to see some heels. I want to see some toes. Come on with it. You know what I'm saying? Make me stutter. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the stutterers and the menthol and the menthol women. Y'all, what you looking for? I'm still looking for the menthol with it. I'm like, <laughs> he got me with that one. I'm like, okay. But, you right. know. Also, Yao has, Um, I want to confirm to Yao, I have found my table in Atlanta. So there will be an additional table um, there um, on deck. Just assist, brother Yao. I know you're going to try to throw me up under the bus or throw me in the fire. So Kyrie's going to be ready as that's, well. That's my job. That's my job. <laughs> you're doing well. <laughs> you know, he don't play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and let this thing take it out. We will see some of you in Atlanta this weekend, except for Jay. He's on the other side of the pond. Jay, we'll see you sometime early next year, maybe um, in the spring, March or May. Tell them we're coming. Post this on your Facebook wall. Let them know about Tantra. Tune in to MasterYow.com or CoachKyer.com so they can get some more of this information. We're going to have all these um podcast up real soon as well so i gotta get ready to get out of here because there's another another little hot honey who needs me over um at the abundance child network so tonight if you want to follow coach guy here you can just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash abundance child and i'm gonna go over there and drop a little tantra over there and um help my sister out and give her some support you know why this is a dream come true that's right baby i, I, I love my job would never stop all right, now we'll see y'all next Thursday, 8 o'clock, same bat time, same bat channel. Oh, wow, I'm going to be in Atlanta. Y'all, we may have to do this show on Wednesday, but I'll talk to you about that tomorrow because I'm going to be at Jeju next Monday, next Thursday night in Atlanta. So I'm coming this weekend and next weekend. Uh, we got an overnight jam that we're doing at Jeju, the Korean bathhouse down there. So, y'all, maybe Saturday night we all may have to book it over to the Korean bathhouse. I hadn't even I'm told you about to stay in Atlanta. That's a that's a that place is nice. Yes, I'm yes, serious, yes. Man. Well, we hey, we got it. But y'all tune in to Zoom in. I will be having another show uh, Monday. I know Tuesday at eight o'clock. I might be doing an independent artist spotlight on Monday. Just stay tuned. Please follow the channel Original Native Radio all day, every day. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.